Okay, everyone, welcome to another Weekend No Show. I'm your host, Max Power. Say the name like you mean it, Max Power. Yeah. And I'm here with my boy, CL Smooth. What is up, man? What's good, brother? Okay, we got we got Insidious LAT once again, Incognito. You know, I want to tell you something I noticed, Smooth. I, I noticed about LAT. You know, he disappears, and then I look in the news, and there's like some trouble in a foreign country or some upheaval somewhere, or something goes down. And I'm like, huh, I haven't heard from LAT in a while. And then when that shit is over, all of a sudden he pops back up. Right, man. Uh, you, you, I mean, there was like this, like this, what attempted coup in Russia over the last he, week or something. I mean, you yeah. never know what these brothers and, up to, man. And he's gone once again, gone. Okay, so no explanation. <laughs> nope. Don't no call. None of that stuff, man. None of that stuff, man. So, okay, we'll leave that to the listeners to decide if you guys, uh, maybe you guys heard tips or something. Let let us know, because we don't know. <laughs> but today, we're going to talk about recent Supreme Court decision here in the United States. Race neutral replaces affirmative action. Yep. And then later, we're going to talk about a flying car, if you can believe that. But anyway, smooth man. Let's get into this affirmative action thing. What what's going on, man? Yeah, man, folks, we're about to have a real conversation today, man. So 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 buckle up. This is this is about to be real, and it ties in it ties in perfectly, I think, with with the whole affirmative action thing and what's what's generally happening in the country. So, long story short, Supreme Court voted six to three recently to end race based admissions policies at colleges and universities around the country. This means that colleges can no longer use race as a as a, a factor in, in how they admit students. Now, the race neutral concept comes in where students who are applying to college can still refer to their race, right? They can they can refer to their circumstances, their situations, their experiences, all that that in, that informs their application and candidacy to, to get into a particular school. But it can't be, you know, their race can't be used as a factor, you know, to hit quotas or numbers or, or things like that. And so, you know, on the left, people are going are up and up in arms and, you know, lashing out at Trump and, you know, extreme conservatives and, you know, all, all, all that kind of rhetoric. And on the, on the right, they're talking about taking their country back and making it merit based. And, you know, so both sides are, are spitting that nonsense. But. The reason I wanted to talk about this is is even beyond race, man. It's just kind of the dynamic of our society, how people achieve and succeed and get to a place of freedom in our society. And uh, yeah, let's let's just use that as a as a jumping off point because one thing JG and I do like to talk about or Max Power. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Max <laughs> Power is just the the kind of path our lives have taken, different decisions we've made, things we could have done better or worse, and I, I think that's a you know a, a, a valuable for our listeners, right? Not that, that we have all the answers, even though we do, but it might be you know a place for you to to kind of figure some stuff out too, and say, hey, you know, I'm not the only one in this situation. So anyway, I know that's a lot, but your initial thoughts on on the affirmative action, and then we can dive deep into kind of its its, its deeper meaning. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say I was surprised. We've kind of seen recent decisions by this particular Supreme Court. And it, it was not surprising at all. 
it's you know it's it's funny because it's supposed to be race neutral when really this is really just going to tip everything back in the favor of of you know white applicants who are you know more more affluent and have more access to test prep act sat prep courses things like that and you know i feel like it's a step back but they can use these these conservatives and such can use the illusion of of merit based like oh just this is we're not including the race at all we're colorblind you hear them say that a lot too we're colorblind and well that's just wrong because the race does matter it does matter and i just feel like i think now that i mean they're just tired of hearing about it they're tired of hearing about all the horrible things that happened in the past they don't want to talk about that and similar to like if i did something bad in the past and i i know it's wrong and somebody brings it up i don't want to hear about that right. i don't want to hear about it and or or you know somebody related to me or something something i don't want to hear about it you know they don't want to hear about this stuff anymore and they're putting the legislation in place where they don't have to hear about it anymore. And hey, you don't have the test scores, you don't get in. Except that's not really taking into account all of the issues. And I, I feel like it's sticking their head in the sand, willfully sticking their head in the sand and, and saying, hey, sorry guys, you, you, you don't have the scores. That's all, that's all there is to it. And that's really not all there is to it. And they just don't wanna deal with the entire the entirety of the situation so yeah it's it's pretty but at, but at the same time i have to think like you you know my feelings of of college and and going to you know higher education i really don't feel it's necessary and i don't i feel it's kind of a waste and something kind of predatory so on the other hand the only thing i can think is they may be saving a lot of people's lives a lot of you know people of colors credit and lives for the future so that's the only thing i can i can hope maybe something good to come out of it and look man i'm, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly when when this first came out i wasn't even angry man I wasn't even upset the first thing i thought was they just did brothers and sisters a big favor right we don't, we don't realize it yet but they just did us a big favor. Yeah. In particular when it comes to co now college is the biggest kind of, you know, banner when it comes to affirmative action, but there are other affirmative action things related to work and, and things like that. But, you know, just kind of focusing on college, I'm like, thank you, Supreme court. Thank you. You've, yeah. you've done us, you've done us a favor because I'm going to tell you right now, and we've had this conversation before college is not worth it. Hear no. me listeners. Hear me again. College is not worth it for, I would say, 90, 95% of students that go to university. It is not worth it. It is not a good decision. Unless you, unless you are going to college, you know, you know exactly what it is that you want to do. And you know the training path to get there, right? This is the knowledge I need. This is the experience I need. This is what I want to do, right? And this is what I have to do to get there. Don't go, man. Don't go. And we've already talked about more and more young men are, are, are not going to college. You know, and there's, there's, there's not good societal reasons why that's happening, but, but the end result might be still positive. And that's 
do the same for the black community, man. Yes. Because and 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 let me tell you, full disclosure, I I benefited from affirmative action, right? I got decent grades in, in high school, right? I consider myself a, a, a pretty smart person, right? I definitely deserved the benefits I got going to college, right? Uh, it wasn't like I was underqualified, but I benefited from affirmative action. So, so I don't want to, I'm not trying to be like Clarence Thomas is like, who also benefited from affirmative action. And he seems like he don't want all the black folks to benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be that. I'm, I'm just saying times have changed. Now, if college, and I can't, I don't even know when, when, when the time in history, when this would have applied, but if college was still a place where you could literally be transformed and elevated, right? personally, intellectually, emotionally, socially, if it was still that place, that training ground to help people level up, if it was really still that place, I would be more concerned and more upset. But I don't think it's been that place in a long, long time, right? I'm very critical of the college experience, even so-called good schools, right? And I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade at any of the schools I've gone to. I've gone to through some very, very good institutions. But, but when it comes to training and developing people, to achieve certain things, they they all fall woefully short. And I won't, we won't go into the whole kind of minutia of, of, of how, how to train and develop people and, and develop skills and, and knowledge and all that kind of stuff. I don't think 99% of these colleges don't know how to do it. So that's, that's another part. But I think they've done us a favor. Now, what we've got to do is say, okay, what do, what do I need college for? access to money and careers and stuff like that. But wait a minute, I've got all these other tools today, right? All this information on the internet, all these examples of any, literally anything you want to do, you can find millions of other people who have done it, attempted it, have some kind of information that you can learn from. So if you're, if you're ambitious enough, you can make it happen. Don't go to college unless you know exactly what it is what you want to do and you are mentally and emotionally prepared to do it. Now, why do I say that? This will be my last point here. When I went to college, I had all the talent, ability. I wasn't overwhelmed, but I was not prepared to put in the work to get the most out of it, particularly from an experience, again, that I don't think is conducive to really training and developing people, right? So I didn't take best advantage of that experience. I think the experiences in colleges have gotten worse. They're less effective at developing people, right? And so you go in today and you don't know what the hell you're doing. You're coming out with, we, we talked on a pod, what, what a, this young woman had almost $200,000 of, of right, right, right. And she, she yes. was like bartending and, and trying to get. She had like four know, jobs, didn't she? Yeah, like, I mean, just, you know, like, okay, she's never gonna pay this off, it's gonna be a million dollars, right? So that's that's my initial point on that, man. I don't know, what do you think about that, bro? Yeah, you know, obviously I'm, I'm super critical and to me, I would even say, again, unless you're going to be a doctor, you're going into research, then it's good to go into that academic system and they right. teach you the systems and that I definitely think, okay, you need to go to college for that. But so many professions, so many things, it doesn't require that. And I would even say the only thing that I did appreciate college for, which I think could be got somewhere else, but... It, it does teach you when you are cut off from your parents and you are on your own. Now you have to solve problems on your own. And 
but but to pay that amount of money for that i mean you can you can gain that other places too i would only say if you have the money for it then yes go to a four-year college and get that experience of of dealing with issues and dealing you know getting up you you get yourself up and go to class you get you know you make sure you study for these tests and that was something i did appreciate but not for the cost that right. it, it wasn't worth it for that and i really feel like you're you're right in the sense that there is a this is a backhanded favor that has been done and i feel like people's lives are being look look at the other recent decision of of striking down biden's forgiveness of student loans where why was that necessary because these college debts hanging over people for their entire lives yeah. for their entire lives so that's why as you said this might just be unfortunately what we need and i actually hope these schools somehow feel the brunt of this they you know they won't be able to go and get that money from the government i'm sure they'll find a way around it i'm sure they'll find a way around it but it won't be so simple now to say hey we have x amount of students who are claiming they're of you know african black descent you know please send us our money right well you can't do that now or Again, I'm sure they'll find a way. <laughs> they'll find some way, I'm sure. Well, well, what I'm hoping that happens, and look, this is not, we're having a, a little bit of a philosophical debate, although obviously this is going to have real world impact. So, so you know, folks, like, just un understand the intent. I, I'm not advocating for people losing their jobs, their careers, or livelihood and stuff like that. I'm being super critical of colleges and universities. It's not to say they have no merit or value whatsoever. Uh, you know, let me not be, I'm not trying to be crazy, but... I am being very critical of it. And I think what's what's go what's going to happen here, not just because of this, right, but in conjunction with other things that we've, we've discussed, you're gonna see a winnowing out of all these colleges and universities. There are too many of these institutions giving too low quality of an experience. Right? Yes. And, I, and, and as more and more people don't go, can't go, won't go, whatever it is, you're going to start seeing these institutions die in the vine. And I say, thank God, good riddance. Good riddance. We just had <laughs> one go, go under by me, which I was kind of shocked by. But that's that's the end of them. And yeah, like you said, there's too many where the supposed degree, it isn't worth the paper it's printed on. I remember when we got out of undergrad and it was to the point where those bachelor's degrees were just starting to lose their value, yeah. you know, right when we were trying to get out into the workforce. And I remember hearing things, see, seeing advertisements and hearing people say, oh, we, you know, we'd like you to have a master's. And it's like, master's? I just got my bachelor's. And it's like, oh, bachelor's, that's uh, sure. Okay. And I'm like, wow, this doesn't carry really any weight. And then you have to go invest more money into schooling so you can hopefully get a job to me they if they're not guaranteeing anything their product is weak it's it's very vague and weak they put it back on you like well it's also on you to 
maximizes blah 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 it's like well you know we're, we're actually paying you guys to prepare us and that's what you said you're gonna do that's what you said and instead you're kind of left to flounder and when you get out it though you know nothing that you did really matters and so like before I think people, you know, a lot of a lot of black people, people of color, we thought, oh, going to college, this is your gateway to a better life. Right. And it I was. think it used to be. It used to be. Possibly. I don't I don't really know that it really was. I mean, for some, but but for the majority, no way. And now I just I don't think it is. And I think that information is getting around. So I don't know. I mean, I just don't know if if this is gonna have that much effect. It's going to keep people out of debt. That's what it's going to do. That's that's a good thing. Well, here, here's here's something else too. Is like, what are the what would the advocates of college say are are its, its strongest attributes? One, you get to develop as a human being, and you and you touched on it with like you know your first sense of independence and making decisions on your own and solving problems on your own. So growing, let's just let's put that under the umbrella of developing and growing as a as a person, as an adult, as a human being. Okay. That also includes just kind of general intellectually and, and things like that. But then the other piece of it is it prepares you for careers and making money, right? And being able to navigate this life from an economic standpoint. Those are those are its two main selling points, right? Personal development and 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 you know, as a human and as a thinking person and then and then making money. Well, let's be realistic. Most of these damn degrees and the process itself doesn't really prepare you on how to really make money, right? How to really solve business problems out there in the world, you know? And so, as we've said, the cost of it is not worth it. Just the cost of that piece of it alone is not worth it. It's not worth 200, look, $100,000, $200,000 of debt. Now imagine you took that four years and that $200,000, how else could you invest that and your time? to come oh, yeah. out a better person, right? That's the business problem. And so what's gonna happen here is real sharp people, maybe a lot of people who never went to college are gonna look at this problem and say, hmm, there's an inefficiency in the marketplace. The college experience sucks. You don't develop really as a, per a person. It's very hit or miss. And you're not really developing the transferable or the specific skills necessary to, to have a lifelong successful career. Right. right. How, how do we how do we deal with that and not cost people two hundred thousand dollars? Some very smart people are going to solve that in an efficient way and put all these bad boys out of business. And what's going to happen is you're going to it's going to go back to a small subset of colleges who can provide a very high level experience that only certain people are going to go to. And I think that's OK. I think that's OK, man. Yeah, they can they can go off and and enjoy that college experience while the rest of us, you know, people who are doing real world things that are going to are, are going to add to their life and set them up for a for a good life. And it's just when you are just thrown out the door, here's your degree, here's this piece of paper and now go get a job and you're like, "Okay, well, can I get hired?" and they're like, "Where's your experience?" "Well, I just came out of college." And I mean, well, they don't want to hear that a lot of times. <laughs> like, where have you worked, man? Not where did you sit in the classroom? 
Think about this, man. Again, when you think about the total investment of time, blood, sweat, and tears, <laughs> frustration, stress, and money. Oh yeah. Put, in, put into college. Now imagine, let's say you spend your, your senior year of high school really learning and understanding, investing, saving, how to put together a life plan to say, okay, I want to become financially free. What does that mean for me, right? Everyone wants to be a multimillionaire, but you don't need to be a mil millionaire to be free, right? But how do I get to financial freedom? How do I plot that out? And then how do I actually do that through investing, through whatever, right? Let me tell you, here, here's my argument to you and to our audience. If you took your senior year of high school, hopefully throughout high school, to learn about these things, investing and plotting your life plan from an economic standpoint to be financially free. If you had that plan, I, I would bet that in the four years that you enacted that plan versus someone who went to college, you would be light years beyond them, light years beyond them. Just, just after four years, you go 10, yeah. 15, 20 years down the line, continuing on your plan, it's not even a competition. It's not even a competition. Now, I'm not saying you got to be at home with your laptop, you know, trading crypto and stocks and all that. I'm not even saying that. Just having the, under, the deep understanding. And when I say understanding, it, it's not like intellectually, I know this, but I'm not doing it. It's I've, in, I've embodied this. I know what I need to do. And I am doing those things to make it happen. Even if it's, you know, setting up a, uh, some kind of 401k or a long-term retirement type fund, a shorter term freedom fund with more for, I don't really like this term, but for, you know, lack of better words, let's call it a, oh shoot, passive income type stream. Oh, right, right. Right. Passive. right? So what I'm saying is you could graduate from high school and you could, I know this sounds crazy, but you could work retail or not that I'm advocating this. You could go to the military for four years or you could, there's a lot of things you could do without necessarily having a college degree. Maybe, the, maybe they're not great jobs, but you're getting paid. And whatever amount of money you're getting paid, if you have a plan, a structure, a strategy to get where you wanna go, right? You can get there, right? You can say, well, how do you, you know, how, how do you, the cost of living, how do you survive on, you know, some kind of retail job? If you have a plan and you know what you're doing, now it's like, hey, JG, check this out, man. I'm not going to college. Are you going to college? Hell no, I'm no. not going to college. Hell no. All right. I've, I've got this plan, this strategy. You know, I, I need to bring in five grand a month. That's $60,000 a year in passive income. And then I'll do other shit on the side so that I can, I just want to be financially free. What does that mean? It doesn't mean I don't have to work. It just means that I can live the lifestyle I want where I want to. And I've got some kind of income coming in, not tied to me punching a clock, right? real estate, trading and investing, you know, some kind of 401k or 401k type derivative retirement fund, whatever it is. Okay, so what are we gonna do? Instead of going to college, this is what we do. Me, you, a couple other fellas, we're gonna get a cheap apartment, we're gonna, we gonna chip in and we're gonna grind. We're gonna work our day jobs. In the evening, we're gonna work on some side hustles. Whatever it is, we're all gonna stack cash. At the end of that four years, not only will we not have debt, we'll have money and savings towards our plan. And hell, we've got the internet. Anything I really want to learn, I can learn online. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's one pathway. 
or maybe maybe if you're in a situation, you could stay with your parents. I'm just saying that that type of approach is better than going to college for four years. You don't really know why you're there. You're not really sure. You, you, let me make a gender studies major. I don't, you know, whatever. I don't know what else. I'm right, right. You come out 150K in debt, and then what are you doing? You work in sales for, for some BS company, right? <laughs> Maybe 36, 36 grand a year if you hit your bonuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, th there's better ways to do it. So I say, I say to the Supreme Court, you didn't really do it for us. You didn't really have us in mind. Right. I'm not totally opposed to your logic of it. Right. But you didn't really have the good of the people in mind, I don't think. But thank you anyway, because you've done the brothers and sisters a favor, man. You, you know, what's favor. interesting is that I had to sit and think because I don't think that there's really much worth to college and higher education. But it seems to me they do. They think there's something to that and they're trying to block that they they don't want us going there and it's just weird to me because it doesn't pan out why don't they want that are they trying to cut off the flow of, of money from the federal government to to institutions because i there's no way that they can look at look at any stats from from you know people of color coming out of colleges we're not taking over the country here that much is certain. So I'm not sure why you know, really felt that it was necessary. They're like, we got to block this, man. We got to block this. It, it really doesn't, it doesn't help. You know, it might, it might help us on the back end, as you were saying. You, you, you want my conspiracy theory? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, listeners. It's happening. You know, I, we call it conspiracy, but I think it's just logical. So, okay. The conservatives believe that liberals are taking over the country. And just, just for clarification, I consider myself an independent. I try to go with the best ideas. I don't care where they come from, okay? But the conservatives believe that the liberals are trying to take over the country. Along with that belief, they believe, I, I think probably with some legitimate evidence, that colleges and universities are, are pretty far leaning left. There might be some debate on, in some quarters with that, but I, I think that's probably pretty accurate. And so what they part of part of this, I think there's, there's a couple pieces, of this, but part of it is they feel like these institutions have become institutions of indoctrinating students to become, you know, woke activist liberals, which they feel is deteriorating the country. Right. So what they want to do is cut off the flow of money from the government based on race and other affirmative action type of things to reduce that flow of students who might potentially be open to these kind of quote unquote woke liberal ideologies. Right. So that's part of it. The other piece of it is, I think what you alluded to earlier, which is a very good point, is I think white folks are well, conservative white folks are tired of being cast as racist. They're saying we weren't here for slavery. Many of us weren't here for, for Jim Crow and these other, you know, later manifestations of, of racism. Right. We have nothing to do with this. Why are you continually targeting us? I, I think there's, there's some credence to that. It's not as cut and dry as that, but I, I, can, I can kind of understand it. And you, and you gave the point. You're like, damn, man, would I want someone throwing something in my face, especially like if it's something, you know, I didn't do it. Maybe my family member did, but maybe yeah. it was my great, 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 great. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long yeah, do I got to yeah, yeah. pay for that? 
So I can understand that. But I think that's that's a big part of where it comes from. And there's a battle in this country between the right and the left, the extremists on both ends, trying to take control of the direction of, of the country. The, the left, the Democrats are using, and this is ancient Rome, man, they're using the population, right? The masses, the majority for their party or for their power source. And the, and the conservatives, the right, are using money, you know, big business, financial interests, right? Those type of things to as their as their power base. And they're battling for the quote unquote soul of the country. I think that's what's happening. You know, that makes sense that they would want more people who are predisposed to resist left leaning so-called wokeness into those institutions. Yeah. But at the same time, what is the result of that? Because as I said before, the the a lot of times the degrees you get from these places is not worth anything. It's not worth anything. So not everyone can get a, a place in the in the halls of power. Not all of these new white students they get put in are gonna get, you know, gonna come up into the into the upper echelons or whatever. I mean, I just don't know that these places, they should just shut these mofos down. Like when, <laughs> when, when Biden started his whole forgiveness thing, I'm like, dude, this doesn't go far enough to like collectively, you know, turn these colleges and universities upside down and shake the money out of their pockets. And they need to pay for all of these predatory loans, you know, ruining people's lives. And a lot of people, oh, the taxpayers shouldn't have to pay for it. Well, I actually think they should if we can't get it from the from the schools. I think the taxpayers should have paid for it because this is our society. And you always hear all this patriotism, especially from the right. These are so patriotic, America, America. But they don't actually want to help the people in America. And why should you not help your fellow Americans be relieved from crushing debt? And most of the time you ask them and they'll say something like, I paid for my student loans. I had to go and milk cows and then I had to go do X, Y, Z and do this and make deliveries and blah, blah, blah. And I paid for it. And then they just don't want anyone else to get anything easy. And it's really nothing but hateration. But I, I really... I mean, the only thing I can say is that, yes, there's going to be less less people of color getting admitted because this this race neutral. I think one of those linked articles said something about race. Race neutral is, is the new separate but equal. And it's yet another way to keep people out, keep them out. And that's what's going to happen. But this time, this time, it's actually beneficial, whereas before it wasn't this time especially with the internet inf information can be had if you're willing to look for it it can be had and like you said if you if you're willing to put in time and efforts no no maybe you won't be an engineer working for nasa because you don't have those degrees but you can learn engineering you, you can learn what you want to do yeah, it depends on what you want to do. You can start your own company. You can learn engineering and work work through projects. And look at look at. There's a lot of online institutions that that just cost a fraction of what these places cost. 
no, you're not going to impress anyone with any kind of degrees, but there's a structured course there. Mm -hmm. There's a structured course. And that's not to even mention all of the books that you could read anyway. If you're a person who can do that, then maybe you could structure your own course. But yeah, these these institutions that they keep talking about, I I don't feel bad that a lot of pe people of color won't be going there because I don't think it would have significantly improved their lives. I think it would have made their lives a lot worse for a oh, long time, possibly the rest of their lives. Yeah, no, I, th I think that mm. the, the, the downside, the negatives are much more likely to happen and are far, far more severe than not being able to go to college because of right. you know, money issues or whatever. But but here here's the thing I would say, and just kind of a warning to, you know, folks who are listening or weighing into this issue, there are legitimate points and grievances, if you want to, if you want to term it that way, on both sides, if we, you know, if we term it the, the, the left and the right when it comes to affirmative action and other related issues. There are legitimate grievances from both parties. Both have legitimate stances on their points of view, okay? Don't get caught up in what I believe is, has, is, is happening and has been happening for since the dawn of mankind, right? Is one side is being pitted against the other so that, that third parties can maintain control. Again, I know conspiracy theory, all oh, this is crazy. It's just logic. If you step back and rationally look at it, it's just logic and power dynamics. If if <laughs> if if someone can can have their enemies, quote unquote, occupied with each other and not them, they can go off and do what they want to do. Don't fall into this black versus white, right versus left, all this kind of all of this is a distraction from what's really going on in the country, right? Th let's go back to the point I initially made about high school and understanding investing and money, how the banking system works. This is at the root of what people need to understand in order to economically successfully navigate their lives. How does money work? How does the banking system work? How does investing and saving all those things really, really work so you can, you can leverage it to your benefit? Why the hell is this not taught from beginning, from the beginning of our educational experience. Why is this not taught? And a lot of colleges is not taught. You think that's an accident? Man, forget college and four years degrees and masters and PhD. Forget all of that. If you understand money at an early age, you are gonna be off to the races. I can't tell you how many, you know, YouTube videos and entrepreneurs and different people I, I've, I've listened to over the years. And, I'm, and what's a common thread with them? They came into contact with knowledge, but more importantly, people who they had a relationship with that could yes. mentor them to get them on the right track. Man, fuck a degree. The degree doesn't mean anything. You need to have understanding and, and some level of wisdom. Look, what do we always say? Not just us, everyone, man, if I only knew then what I know now. What does exactly. that mean? Exactly, yeah. If at, at 15, 16, 17, 18, 25, doesn't matter. You had someone, a mentor, Right, that was like, yo, yo, young fella, let me let me tell you how the world really works. This is what you need to do, brother. We'd all be in a much different situation, but listen, man, if everyone is free, who who can have power? 
I can't can have power over you if you're free, right? You can't come work in my factory if you don't have, if, if you're free and you have no debt and you, and shit, you don't even worry about getting another job. You can start your own business. You've got passive income coming in. You're not going to take my bullshit. This is all tied together, man. It's all tied together. Yeah. And it's, it's like you had said where somebody is benefiting from this. These people, people are being pitted against each other. Somebody is benefiting from this and... Once again, I have to call attention to the fact that LAT is not here. Mm-hmm. So I think he must be benefiting we, somehow from this. He, he's <laughs> somehow benefiting from this. I haven't heard from him. And now like two, two landmark decisions and he gone. Right. Gone. Gone. We're going to solve, we're going to solve this conspiracy. <laughs> It's we, even going to be LAT solved. LAT might be at the heart of it. <laughs> even even if it comes down to this very podcast being in the center of it, right? Then yeah, we will we will answer those questions. But man, I think that I mean I, I I'm going to be keeping an eye on this race neutral. I think we're going to be hearing this term a lot more race neutral, race neutral, and seeing what the states do which states are going to jump on this and and i it's going to be kind of an upheaval but i i got a feeling that despite the intent of this we might come out better on the other end so yeah absolutely because that's kind of i would love to see what they call like a moonshot project you know like when kennedy focused everything in in u.s government resources on on getting to the moon I would love to see the black community come together in some way for a moonshot project where if it's, you know, I've always had this idea of like, maybe instead of waiting to college, you know, you're 18, 20 years old, why not be really aggressive in developing really high end developmental experiences at the high school level? So that by the time, you know, from 14 to 18, you're getting the equivalent of an ideal college experience, not, not the shit that is happening today, but an ideal college experience uh, in, in between those years and really start developing young people in our community. Because, and we've said this on other podcasts, if all your friends and neighbors and stuff are having a party and they're not inviting you because you're black, you're gay, you're white, whatever, whatever your, your situation is, right? Don't complain, don't bang outside the door, let me in, let me in, this is not fair. Man, get with other people like you who are also shut out of the party and start your own party and make that joint so popping that everybody wants to get in. But what you're going to do is when they want to get in, when they're like, damn, his, his party's really popping. Let's try to get in there. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop. Come on in, man. I know you don't let me into your party, but come on in over my party. Oh, no, no. You got to pay that ticket price, though. Well, come on in. Right. Well, come on in. That's the mindset we got to get to. Stop begging and pleading to get into someone else's party, man. Start your own joint. Start your own joint. These companies won't hire you, right? Oh, you don't have the right quote unquote qualifications, qualifications, whatever it is. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna do my own joint. That's fine. That's fine. You can do that. Partner with other people who also have a desire and the perseverance to make shit happen. And go make it happen, huh? Don't beg other people to let you into their party. That's the downfall. So this, you know, this race neutral or separate but equal, or you know, they're talking about is it's, it's a revert back to Jim Crow. Good, 
Good. Let's do it on our own, man. And when we get it, we're not gonna we're not gonna shut other people out because we're not like that. We're gonna let you in. It's gonna cost you because we're business people, right? But we're not gonna shut you out, and we're gonna get all that bread, and we're gonna put all you racist MFs out of business. It's all good. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, man. And and so once again, this is what the weekend no show does. We you know we solved. We got the blueprint there. We solved it. Amen. I think that you can tell all your listeners out there, you can tell that, uh, you know, clearly we know what we're talking about. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the last word. No need to even click on any more links about this. Just, you know, send people here when they want to know about this stuff. And you know, if you want to donate, man, so we can pay off our student loans, man, we're not going, we're not going to be mad at you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like we said, we, we, we definitely going <laughs> to let you guys in to help with that. <laughs> we need to, we need to set up an All inclusive. Man. Right. All man, money is take, taken. Hey, <laughs> Asian, Latino, man, listen, we'll take all the dollars as long as they green. <laughs> take all those dollars, man. Too, man. We'll, yeah. we'll make it happen. Absolutely. Well, on that note, I want to talk about, we were just talking about starting, starting things, starting business. I want to talk about this, this flying car that I heard about. And I don't know if you got a chance to read that article or not, but the situation here is Aleph, I believe it's pronounced Aleph Aeronautics. They just got the go ahead, a special airworthiness certification from the FAA here in the United States. This certification gives them the ability to start testing their flying car on roads and highways around the country. So the bottom line is they, I guess in 2014 or so, they started working on a model for an actual car. This is a car that must drive on roads like normal, drives as usual, and yet it has to be able to fly, vertically take off and land like a helicopter. So the, the, the whole premise here is that you're, you're driving and then the traffic gets bad and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to sit in this traffic. So you convert over to the flying mode. You do a vertical takeoff, you fly over the traffic and you just land somewhere else. And I watched this kind of a, there was a YouTube presentation I saw and I mean, it does look interesting, but I actually didn't see any video of the thing flying. It it sounds good to me, but the, the situation here is that this is way off by the time that we would get it, but it seems like kind of Jetsons-like, and everybody yeah. like to have this Jetson situation. And when I looked at the price tag, the price tag on this thing is going to be 300 k and then I went on their site and you can pre-order, right? Pre-order. So you can put down like 100 or 150 bucks and get on the pre-order list, or you can put down 1500 and get on the, you know, the special pre-order list and get in front of people. But then you owe that other, you know, $299,850 or whatever. But when I thought about it, I was like, okay, they're saying this is going to stop stop a lot of the auto congestion, auto crashes and everything. Are we just going to get into a lot of mid-air crashes? Right. Yeah. I mean, is this going to be some kind of technology that shouldn't be in people's hands? I mean, what do you think about this? There's no way 
that there's going to be mass usage of flying cars by human beings. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe at some point they have automated AI, but just mass use like, hey, man, I'm going to go get this, that, that new flying Tesla. Nah, nah. Man, they're, they're, they become flying weapons. Right. That's what I was thinking too. Is right? What? No, not not gonna happen. Now you can say, well, man, they they already got you know helicopters and stuff like that. Yeah, by trained pilots in limited numbers. You talking yeah. about masses of people flying in through the air with? Nah, man. Not because we can't pull it off technically, right? We could figure that out, you know, and logistically from the flow of traffic. I'm talking about human beings. We got issues, man. We got problems on the ground there's enough right. issues and road rage and shit happening on the highways now you want that in the air do flying over my house and uh, and, and, and gets an argument with his girlfriend and, and lands in my living room nah bro nah i don't i don't see that i don't see that That's yeah For, first i saw the the price tag 300k okay so so that's going to limit that and then i thought look at the training you're going to have to get because i mean look at first of all you Go to a driver's ed to get your driver's license, right? And then let's look at motorcycles. You have to go again. You have to get a different license for motorcycle. You have to give more training. But you're essentially a pilot now. Yeah. And to get pilots training, how many people are really going to do that? And how much will the training cost? That I mean, I just don't see it. And even having autopilots and such, look at how jacked up the tesla autopilot is it doesn't work and it's constantly doing wrong things and and that's on the ground causing trouble so yeah this this car i was like wow you guys you really put this much into this and to be skeptical again i didn't see any video of it flying i only read that they got the frame to fly and then they got this FAA certificate that allows them to do testing on the roads. But it seems to me like this is coming out because they must need more funding. They must need more funding to, to invest into this to actually get a real working model. Because wouldn't they show the video if, if they had it? Yeah, this, this is not going to be mass produced, man. It's just, it's not going to be for common usage. It's going to be for military, you know, the super wealthy. No. Maybe well, I'm like, look, man, no. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm going to go jump in, the, jump in the ride and I just fly up in the air and I fly over. I'm like, How, where's the drive through lane? You know, up here above the, the thing. I'm like, hey, can you guys catapult up my, my dinner? And then they just launch that shit up. And then I, I don't get it or whatever, and it goes flying somewhere else. We don't and just we don't think really about need, the litter. We don't exactly. We don't need more cars, right? We don't, especially on the road and in the sky. We don't. We don't need that, right? What we need is, and I'm look. I'm all for independence and own vehicle and all that kind of stuff. But what you what you really need is extremely high end, expertly maintained, super efficient public transportation at very low cost, right? And I'm talking about cross-country transportation, all, all of that, you know, interstate, intercity, all, all of that. that. That's what we really need. Clean, safe, secure, well-maintained, cheap, all of that. that. That's what we really need. Flying cars and all this kind of stuff. 
you know, not not in any kind of mass produced way. We don't we don't need that, man. We don't. That's that's not. I I I fail to see what the benefit to society is for that. I can see the benefit for you know rich, powerful folks who who you know don't want to be bothered <laughs> with the common yes. folks. I can, I can I can see why they would love it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, oh, the uh, the the guy in the uh, in the presentation. And he was the very first guy who came out and he was like, oh, I was stuck in traffic and I was driving my Tesla and I was stuck in traffic. And I thought, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if I could just fly out of here? And I thought, man, you're already in, in the Tesla. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that the 300K for this thing, you know, is not going to be that much for you. And I noticed, too, it's, it's completely electric. This thing is completely electric, which kind of surprised me that it could get the necessary power on a battery. Yeah. To well, to that's fly. Probably, that's probably why they didn't they didn't show the video, right? Because shit, it's it's probably tricky with that power, right? Yeah. Only the frame. They could probably only get that frame to fly with, on a battery. I mean, when you put all the weight of the body and you know tires and stuff on there and then people are sitting in it i mean think about you you're driving it's like man you're out of gas you're out of electric power and it's like i got to get somewhere because i'm about to crash and and at least on the ground your car just stops <laughs> you're up there i mean i would think that there would be some kind of auto situation where it either won't let you start or or won't let you engage the flying part of it if you don't have enough fuel or charge left, I, I would think it would have to do something like that because you fall out of the sky on somebody. Yeah, that's it, it's the, the again the risk is 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 far more likely and it's it's far outweighs any any potential benefit. You know, the other thing is like like I've lived like on the East Coast, I've lived in Chicago, and so you know I've experienced public transportation, the the, the train, you know, the, the subway and all that kind of stuff. A lot of problems with those, right? It's not, you know, you train delays are not always on time. It's not clean. You got, you know, all kind of crazy folks on the train and, you know, making a, a poor experience. But that aside, and I, and I understand those are big issues, but that aside, the convenience of just jumping on a train here or there and get where you want to get. I mean, I, I liked it. There, there were times living in those cities where, you know, it's it's you would like damn it's it's better to have a car and I can get here or there but those are few and far between you know to to me and especially if again moonshot let's let's really try to solve people let's get out of this like it's your fault it's my fault you're black I'm white whatever it is let's solve problems right imagine now you could just walk down the block you know exactly when the train is going to come. And it's going to be there on time. It's clean. It's secure. It's you know it's safe, well maintained. You can get anywhere in the city that you want to get to. It doesn't cost cost you an arm and a leg. Like, man, that that's going to solve a whole bunch of problems for society, man. Clean up all this you know all this climate change and pollution and stuff like that. That's going to help to to solve some of that. It's not that we have to get rid of cars, but offer people a better a better option, a better solution, a, a more convenient and cost-effective solution, and we're going to be good. We don't need flying cars in our living rooms, man. <laughs> Dropping out the sky. 
we need those pneumatic tubes. You can get in the tube and it just shoots you <laughs> to, a, to another location. <laughs> so when you go to the bank and they're like, yes, deposit this check and they shoot the tube over. That's what we need for people. You just jump in there and that mofo shoots you across the city. Man, get your ass in this tube. <laughs> yeah, get in this tube. Hold, hold on, we got to grease you up. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like if some, if something goes wrong with the tube, then you really do get catapulted up, up into the air. Like, man. Yeah. But the, that could actually really happen. But we're living but, in those times, man. You know, you talk about this, you know, just the technology for a flying car. And we've talked about AI before. Like, I don't know about you, man, but it feels like, you know, it's 2023. We're living in those times like, what's coming next, man? The next five, 10 years, what's going to be happening? What's the world going to be like, man? You know, and shit. And you got these, these, these what do you call it? These, these sessions before Congress and, and these subcommittees on, on the aliens whistleblower and stuff like that. I know all that shit sounds crazy, but any, any day now, man, <laughs> you know, the president could look. We didn't want to tell you all this, but yeah, there's some shit out there. So here's what's going on. You know, like like life is going to change, man, in our lifetime. And I'm I'm excited, but who knows what's going to happen? A little crazy. Well, I'm just saying somebody better get this flying car that is down to, you know, reasonable pricing. I mean, I want to fly around and stuff, man. I don't, I'm not saying that it's going to take over anything, but... You know, I want to fly around too, and you know, go go ahead and you know accomplish my my tasks during the day. And hey, the parking lot is full. And then you know what happens? Maybe you can just let the thing just kind of float, and you just have a have a rope ladder. You just put the rope ladder down. <laughs> you climb down and rappel down out of the out of the car as it as it hovers. And then you go in. You're like, okay, give me a quarter pounder with cheese and some fries. <laughs> All right, I'm going back. You you have the bag in your teeth, and you just <laughs> climb back up into the car. Oh man, yeah. But but this looks kind of like I know when there's when there's software that doesn't never comes out. They call it vaporware. But I don't I don't know what the term is for you know products like hardware products that never never come out. But I just don't know if this thing is ever going to come out. I mean, what, what problem is it solving? You know, if, it, if it's, if it's traffic, eh, I'm not buying it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think that the, the problem is compelling enough. We've got helicopters and shit like that, you know? So what's going to happen? What I've seen happen is, is like you said, this is going to be, this is going to be something for the super rich who don't want to be bothered. So, so imagine you're flying in the air, right? You need somewhere to go. They're going to start building different layers of, of stuff that's higher up for higher mm -hmm. people. So we're the lower class. We're going to be down here. Like, damn, I wonder what those mofos are doing up there. They're going to be flying over our heads, going into these places that we can't get to. Well, we can't. I, yeah. That's a good point. I, you know what I actually see happening is, you know, like, like, like floating cities in space, right? In orbit, you know, around the earth. Right. So like think of a like think of like a, a, a really, you know, large platform, you know, multi miles in length and width and whatnot. Right. Little little small cities, elite places for, you know, whether it's hotels or whatever in space. And then and then I could see more like I don't know if individualized is the right 
concept, but you know, little rocket ships up to these kind of floating cities in space, right? Because once you get the materials up there, everything's floating in space, right? As long as you maintain power and orbit enough distance from the planet, I, I think we'd see something like that before a bunch of flying cars. I could, I could definitely see that, right? Especially when you got these dooms, you know, these super rich doomsday preppers. You know, they're gonna be like, look, man, I can't, we can't be dealing with what's going on on the planet. Let's get, let's get up in orbit, get away from these crazy motherfuckers. You know, I guess. Yeah, and I, I, the way that would probably work, from all, from what I've read, is you know they might do these floating cities that have to be you know in a, a stationary orbit, and all the countries that are on the equator are going to become extremely rich because you want that equator geography because that's the closest you are to space on the at the equator wow. and so then they would probably do this the space elevator space elevators or whatever you know from what i was reading it might take it might take three or four days going up the elevator oh, really? to get up there okay. and but we need the right materials the right sort of carbon fiber materials and such but yeah, as long as you're on that, I mean, you could do it from somewhere else. You could do it from somewhere else, but ideally you would be on the equator. And then... Is that because of the rotation of the planet, the, the equator ends up being closer at a certain point? I think, it seemed to me like, I'm like, wow, wouldn't the North Pole or the South Pole right, be the, closer? That, that's, that's the first thing I thought, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I'm like, well, I guess these guys know what they're talking about, but... I wonder if maybe the uh, maybe is the rotation more stable there or something. Yeah, but every, everything I read is like, yeah, it's on on the equator. It's like, okay, if you say so. But yeah, I could I could definitely see that happening, man. Be, before us, these flying cars and such. Didn't they have a movie like that, Matt Damon or something, where where all the rich people went to go live? They left Earth oh, and went yeah. on a, a floating city or something like that. Elysium. Elysium, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that oh, really coming. happen. Oh no, no, that that's that's coming for sure. I I would not be surprised if that happens in our lifetime. I don't think the technology yeah. necessary for that is that far away. It, it actually, we may have the technology; it's just a matter of cost and will to do it at this point. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we can make space stations, but we'd have to make a luxury place for these people. And somehow, I, I, I'm not sure if you ever seen the TV show Babylon 5, sci-fi show, the interesting thing, as opposed to Star Trek, where Star Trek had miracle technology, Babylon 5 was a lot more grounded. So if you ever saw those ships, they have these long ships and the Earth ships were constantly spinning. That's the only way they could create gravity, centrifugal yeah, force. You need that. You need that. Yeah. that that's the, whereas in Star Trek, they just had artificial gravity. They're not spinning. They just yeah. they just have artificial gravity. In, in Babylon Five, the lesser races, the humans, and I think even the Centauri and such, their ships are spinning. Whereas there's there's higher level races where they just have artificial gravity, and that's all there is to it. But I think that before we could, we'd have to really. I think in, I think I saw that Elysium. Weren't they spinning? I think they were spinning they, they to were create spinning. the gravity. Yeah. Yeah. They were spinning. yeah. Yeah. So we could, we could, you know, we could probably do that, but think of the cost. So who'd have to be on board with that? I mean, all the billionaires would have to come together 
and you know make that project and they'd be like peace out you guys and enjoy that climate change we'll be up here <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen man it's gonna it's gonna happen but i think yeah i think it's a matter of you know continually advancing technology in part just for capability sake but also just to make it more cost effective to to implement that sort of thing it's definitely happening man like if you're a billionaire and you see all everything that's going on on this planet and 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 look let's let's just say they're creating a lot of the chaos in their decision making and shit on this planet too right but they but they see all this stuff they're like hey man we got the money we got the capabilities let's let's have a little life raft out here in space man in case we got to bounce you know there's no doubt about that yeah well i'm going to be stowing away on there and then when I pop out, they'll be like, wait a minute. They're like, is this guy serving my coffee? Is he going to be tending, tending, tending the, the landscape? I'm like, no, I'm up here with you guys now, man. No, nah, they're, like, they're like, ain't no affirmative action up here either, brother. Yeah, there's no affirmative action. <laughs> no, this is this is race neutral. Get this on out. Well, how come everybody white? Hey, make, make. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Race race neutrally ejected. Right. Yeah. But on that note, guys, once again, you know, we, we bring you guys the knowledge that other podcasts just don't. So man, the knowledge, the answers, the solutions that you need the solutions, man, to live your life. <laughs> it's, it's all right here. The weekend, no show. So if you guys like this show, please like, and share and subscribe it and, and tell someone about it. We definitely appreciate that. And Make sure to check us out on Instagram, The Weekend No Show, and I'll also leave a link in the description if you choose to look at that. But I think right now I'm going to go try to find LAT, man, and see if I can check out my sources and see where he's at. And we're going to catch you guys next time, man. Peace out. <laughs>